When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, Jess and Elsie, this is Jen Eads from the Brassy Broadcast. Happy 100th episode. I wrote you a little ukulele ditty to celebrate. Thank you, Elsie. Thank you, Jess. She podcast is the best. Every Monday I listen to the show. Happy 100th episode. What's up, Jessica? What's up, LC? Oh my god, dude! Dude, it's uh, episode number 100! I know! Look at us! We're like uh, big deals over here. Episode 100. We're big deals, I know, dude, I know! It's like, yay! 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 Oh my god, Elsie, this week, it has been like crazy. I'm trying to get ready for the episode, and I've been listening to old episodes and pulling clips, and our She Podcast community has been sending in congratulation audio. It's been crazy. Crazy! This, this should just be a fun show. I mean, we're Absolutely. just going to pull out all the stops. And I know, it's just going to be, oh my gosh, and I can't talk like this for the whole episode. That's going to be crazy. <laughs> but fun. <laughs> I, fun! <laughs> all right, I guess we got to come clean. Yeah. Uh, I am not Elsie Escobar. I am Dave Jackson from the School of Podcasting. And I am Yay! not Jessica. <laughs> I am John Buchanan. I am the he editor of the She Podcast. I also co-host the Off in the Weeds podcast with Jessica Kupperman. And we are two East Coast ADD suffering blabbermouths who talk about crazy world issues and stuff in our lives. Crazy. I'm going to still do that. Though. I know. it's Yay. We have to, after every segment, we have to do, <laughs> yay. We have to do that. So, no, dude. So how do we end up in this episode of the She Podcast? Uh, I got an email, and I'll read the email. Hello, guys. This is your official invitation. Would you both do us the honor of co-hosting our She Podcast episode 100? Pretty please. That would be the funniest thing ever, ever, ever. We want the episode to have the feel of a takeover and to, in some ways, mirror the fun education dynamic of a podcast. Both of you guys are podcast pros. <laughs> well, one of us is. And it's not me. <laughs> And are familiar with our general structure and the type of topics we cover. You are welcome to do whatever you like. Dave, do you can you imagine turning your podcast over to just two people and just say, here you go. Do whatever you want. Do whatever That's you amazing. want. amazing. That is like, the other cool thing about this, did you hear the voice of Elsie when you were reading this? Yes. That's the thing that's so hilarious. When, who else would say this would be the funniest thing ever, ever, ever? Right. And I had to read it ever, <laughs> ever, ever because I just wanted everybody to know that it was Elsie that sent this. I mean, but that's Elsie verification right there. I, to me, it's like somebody taking your like brand newborn, watch the neck kind of baby and just handing it off and going, yeah, do whatever you want. I was like, what? Yes. I'm actually, can, can we peel back the curtain even more? Sure. I'm actually nervous doing this. Well, I, yeah, me on several fronts, too. We've talked about this a little bit earlier. Not only am I podcasting the very first time with the Dave Jackson, because we always, I always put the in front of Dave Jackson. <laughs> but then I have to do this. And we are the very first men that have ever co-hosted this show. I, we might even be the very first men that have ever been on the show that wasn't played from a clip. 
How's that? That's an honor. That is an honor, my friend. So yeah, episode 100. So we should probably say congratulations. To, yes. And, and if you haven't figured it out yet, we're not Elsie and, and Jessica, but uh, congratulations on 100 episodes. I don't know about you. Well, I know you have. <laughs> You've listened to every episode. I've listened to every episode. It's been a uh, fun ride all the, all the way. Well, I have to tell you, I didn't listen to every episode. Of, I started at episode 40. I've listened to every episode now because of the show. But uh, I actually found out about this episode from a clip from the podcasters group therapy. So my pick of the week this week is She Podcasts. And I just really love those ladies that do that podcast, um, Elsie Escobar and Jessica Kufferman. I'm sure that if you're listening to this podcast and you're a woman, you're probably already listening to that podcast. But if you're not, you definitely need to. And, you know, it's not just for girls. It's for guys, too. So I listen to them. Almost yeah. all of them. Yeah, they. I learned so much from them. And they're entertaining and funny while very informative. So I really enjoyed that podcast. And their last podcast was actually very interesting. It was about women in podcasting and feminism. And, you know, I, I learned a thing or two. So it was really cool. Cool. And that was the fabulous Finnerins. That's uh, Tony and Corey. There you go. Making a splash right out of the gate. So then I decided to just click over and see what this was all about. And I got to be honest with you, Dave, when I first started listening to the podcast, I was mad. I was like, what, what, what did I do? I'm just a guy. I've never, <laughs> I've never harmed a, a sheep podcaster. I've never been nasty to a sheep podcaster. And then I was like, you know, and then when they were basically saying, like, this is for women and we don't want guys. And I said, you know what? I'm going to listen for spite. <laughs> I'll show you. I'll, show I'll listen you. anyway. I'm going to listen for spite. So I started listening and I just fell in love with the two of them. Yeah, and, I've uh, learned a lot about uh, Downtown Abbey yeah. and <laughs> some other things, but it's always fun checking in and seeing what they're up to. I, it is. It absolutely is. And this kind of leads into our, our first sponsor, which is Christy Hauser from Team Podcast. And she actually left us a little note. Hey, hey, Elsie and Jess, it's Christy Hostler from Team Podcast. Happy 100th. Are you kidding? You guys look great for your age. Listen, thanks so much for providing a great place for lady podcasters to come and learn how to do our lady business. Nobody does it like you two. I 100% agree. Nobody does it like Elsie and Jess. And Team Podcast is a firm specializing in creating custom solutions for providing podcast support for both the beginner and the established podcaster. Team Podcast is an assembly of creative graphic designers, web developers, sound engineers, and social media experts and geeks. And uh, they have solutions for every step of your podcasting journey. So don't let the tech get in the way of sharing your message. Visit Christy over at teampodcast.com. The news you can use for the informed podcaster. Podcasting news. Hey, Dave, my episode is not updating in iTunes. Yeah, this is something, uh, along with Elsie, I work for Libsyn and I do their support. And we have had a, uh, a tsunami, a, a tidal wave of people writing in about this. Because usually, here's the one thing I don't think most people know. And that is per Apple specs, when you release an episode, it may take up to 24 hours for that to show up in your iTunes listing. And so that's, uh, most people don't know that. And most people don't care about it because it doesn't take 24 hours. 
It's usually anywhere from four hours to, I've heard some people say it's like an hour. It's really, really quick, except for this week. And so it's been kind of crazy. And the other thing I want to point out here is when you subscribe to a show, whether it's in the podcast app or in iTunes, it actually, you know, there's that really long, ugly iTunes link. People click on that. And when you say subscribe behind the scenes, whatever your RSS feed is, so it will actually take that and put it in your podcast app or in iTunes or whatever you're using. So at that point, iTunes is kind of out of the picture. iTunes is only used or or the podcast app is just used to organize all your podcasts. So what happens is when you release an episode, all your subscribers, and this is why everyone should subscribe Mm -hmm. to Sheet Podcasts, all your subscribers get it instantly. Bam. Why? Because they're not paying attention to iTunes anymore. They're paying attention to your feed. And when you put out a new episode, your feed is updated instantly and boom, your your subscribers get it. But there are over 200,000 podcasts now in iTunes and it's got to go around and check every single one of those feeds to see if there's any new episodes. If they are, then it shows in the listing. So the problem is they're getting a little behind or I'm not sure exactly what the deal is. We just know that everybody's going, hey, what's the deal? It's been 24 hours and it's still not here. And so I picture like an old guy opening up a door. Any new feed here? Nope. Any new feed here? Nope. Yeah. But it it is so true that we have to try to get more people to subscribe to our podcast to kind of cut out that iTunes middleman. And again, I think as podcast listener myself, the first thing I do is when I find a podcast, I automatically subscribe. So trying to get that into the masses is like the real problem. Yeah, and if you put like the episode on your website, it's there immediately. So there's no, it's just, and I'm, my, I guess my whole thing is I don't go to iTunes looking for new podcasts because those are only the people, the non-subscribers, iTunes browsing people are only the people that would not see your new episode. And unless they're going there every week, they wouldn't know what's missing. Right. You know what I mean? So it's kind of a, a thing. It's like, I'm not sure. I, I guess we we all just want as many downloads as we can, but everybody freaks out when it's not there. It's like, you know, what's going on? Dave, my podcast is a new and noteworthy. So <laughs> if they go there and they see it and they click, they're not going to get my latest episode. And you know how important new and noteworthy is. I yes. need it. I need my new and noteworthy. Yes. Yeah. And so here's an easy way to test to know, is it your feed or is it Apple? And, and this goes, if you're not using Lipson or anybody, Go to iTunes, go to your podcast app, and subscribe to your own show. And in my mind, my theory, my opinion, you should subscribe to your own show anyway because you always it's an easy way to know if everything's working. So if you subscribe and you see all your episodes, but when you were not subscribed, it wasn't there, then you know it's an Apple thing. And it's just going to wait 24 hours, and, and it will probably catch up, and uh, life will be good. But I don't think anybody knew there was a 24-hour rule, and more and more people are slowly getting the hang of that. But it's been kind of fun, and... Uh, I'm sure they'll they'll catch up. Fun meaning not fun for you at the Lipson support desk. Well, it's fun in a way that instead of having to think, I got to answer the same question, you know, 30, 40 times a day. It's like copy, paste, copy, paste. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I guess it's not too, too bad. But the thing, like I said, for me, as soon as I, I have my phone, I use the uh, I have a podcast app on my phone. And then as soon as I hit publish, I wait like five minutes. I look at my phone and sure enough, there it is. Boom. Because like you said, I subscribe to my own podcast. Also, since I edit podcasts for other people, whenever I'm in charge of uploading their audio and then hitting publish, I always subscribe to their shows and make sure that they're going through too. 
So it is a, it's a fantastic little trick there to make sure that your shows are going through. And then the people that are your fans and the ones that have subscribed to your show are actually getting the show. So calm down, calm down. It's it, all is not lost. <laughs> Get off the ledge. It's okay. Come back in. Hi, everyone. This is Margot D from the book versus movie podcast. Happy 100th episode, Jessica and Elsie. I want you to know how much I appreciate everything I've learned from you ever since I've joined this group a little over a year ago. I think I get better and better and better with every episode because of your encouragement, because of your advice, because of your selfless attitude about it. You are my sheroes. Thank you so much. I can't wait to brag about my 100th episode to you guys. But in the meantime, kudos, brava, happy 100th episode. Once again, this is Margot D from the Book versus Movie Podcast. Love you guys. Bye. Thank you very much, Margot. And uh, Shiro's. I like that. I know. I was I wrote that down. I'm like Shiro's. I never heard remember of that. that. That that's in the old that's gonna go right in the old memory chip right over that's there. Right. Shiro's.com. Let's see if that's taken. We'll uh, add that to the list. <laughs> yeah, if you're trying to get that one, you better be faster than Dave. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, there was issues with uh iTunes this week, and then there was news with another app which uh formerly well it was still known as Stitcher, but Stitcher a couple years ago was purchased by Deezer. And now Deezer, well, not Deezer, but Stitcher has now been resold to um, the EW Scripts company. And if you're like, where have I heard that name before? EW Scripts a couple years ago bought Midroll, which is kind of the fun thing about this. I'll be interested to see how this plays out. But if you've never heard of Stitcher, it was uh, sold for $4.5 million in cash. I don't know if it was cash. It might have been. They brought over like a sack of money, you think? (laughs) Yeah. Big old, it's a big old bag with a dollar sign on it. Yeah, but uh, if you never heard of Stitcher, it's a free app. It's on uh, you know Android. It's on uh, iOS, and it streams more than sixty five thousand podcasts from publishers ranging from NPR to MSNBC to Wall Street, uh, and all points in between. It's operated now under Midroll, and of course, if you're like, well, what's Midroll? It's the podcasting advertising company that they acquired again a couple years ago. They paid $50 million. So apparently Scripps has some pretty deep pockets and uh, plus $10 million more over three years if the company hits certain milestones. So it'll be interesting to see how this plays out. And uh, if you've like, well, what kind of ads or what kind of podcasts are under mid-roll? They have about 230 programs. Uh, you've probably heard of these. Uh, WTF with Mark Marin, The Nerdist, Star Talk Radio, the uh, Bill Simmons podcast, he's a sports guy. Uh, but podcast listeners these days have a handful of ways to actually tune into shows. And, of course, there are already things like we talked about the podcast app. Of course, now there's Google Play Music, even though that's kind of slowly trickling in. Uh, and then Stitcher is one of those kind of services. And if you're wondering just, like, how big is it, they have 8 million registered users. And that's one of those numbers that we just kind of go 8 million. If you actually think about 8 million people when a a decent sized classroom is 20 I mean that's a lot of people and is installed on about 50 car models and I think that's one of the reasons why they got purchased because they're part of the whole Apple CarPlay they're part of I believe Android they're just kind of in a lot of stuff so they're integrated into a lot of different areas now the thing for me with Stitcher was it was always the second like if you had a podcast you had to be on iTunes you had to be on Stitcher the thing they hated about Stitcher was Stitcher would take your audio and change it and kind of compress it some more. So you didn't yeah. have the same sound. Yeah, that w- that was the thing I never quite liked about it. And for me, I quit using it because I liked it because you could kind of – you could be in your on your phone and then pick up 
Stitcher on your iPad and pick up right where you left off. I kind of like that. But they also started playing a lot of ads in between episodes. And that was finally what, why I finally quit using it. But there's a quote here from, uh, I guess it's Adam Simpson, Simpson. It says, uh, we certainly have the ad sales force and the connections that makes a leader in the space. But today we depend almost exclusively on distribution into other channels. And uh, Adam is the chief digital officer of Scripps. And he says, uh, this puts in place with a very strong brand, another piece of the puzzle in the ecosystem play. So the thing for me is this thing raised an eyebrow. The how premium service, which offers original shows and ad free archives of popular podcasts like WTF with Mark Marin for four ninety nine a month. And I was thinking to myself, okay, so now they're gonna charge four ninety nine a month to be able to get access to the content behind the wall. Are people gonna do this? I mean, can you get to Mark Marin's back catalog on iTunes? I don't know that answer. No, I think they have it blocked and then any of those episodes you probably have some sort of pre recorded to hear this, you have to get the how app kind of message, I'm sure is usually how that works. The part I think that's going to be interesting is think about this. You own an advertising company and the way you make money is by having more downloads, right? That's because they're all CPM based. Right. And now you own an app that has all these podcasts in it, of which some are yours. So are you not going to be tempted to kind of stack the deck in your favor so that you get more exposure? Well, absolutely. And it's the same way with iTunes. Like, like Nikki Glazer on iTunes, her face is plastered front center prominently when you go to iTunes in the podcast section. And she's been there for months. And I'm thinking to myself, who does she know and how do I get with those people? <laughs> so they have said that nothing's going to change and they're not going to stack the deck. But I was like, wow, we'll, we'll wait and see on that one. Yeah, but, uh, some, you know it's going to change because they have, they have more skin in the game now. And they're definitely going to have their shows up front. And to be honest with you, I have two shows, three, four shows on there. I have uh, some of the shows that I've basically pod faded, but they're still there. And I get two, three listens maybe a month. I like the concept. If anybody would get in there and fix it, like they tell you how long they've been listening, how long each right. listener listened. They have a lot of great stats. It would be great if you could get that from iTunes, which you can't. Well, right. That is the one cool thing about Stitchers. If you, you sign up, it's free to sign up. And you can actually go in. It's kind of depressing. Usually you go in and see how long people are listing and you're like, wow, everybody bailed about the, you know, 40% mark. It's like, Oof. but um, I know Angelo Mandano from Blueberry said that uh, Deezer, you know, bought Stitcher back in 2014. And he said at that point, there were about 7% of all podcasts, you know, kind of went through, were, were consumed on Stitcher. And he says now it's down to about 4%. So they've kind of lost some of their market share. Uh, over the last couple of years. So it'll be interesting to see now with uh, kind of a new engine behind them, if they get a little more involved, like they haven't really done anything in terms of enhancing it, things like that. So that'll be interesting. But uh, yeah, before the deal, Stitcher had raised $25 million in funding. So uh, that'll be interesting to see. And of course, if you're working for Stitcher, you don't have to worry because all their, they have like a dozen employees and they're going to, I guess, just merge into mid-roll. And about two more months, they'll say, you know what? Yeah. We're going to kind of consolidate, and we don't need two people doing the same thing. And eeny, meeny, miny, Stitcher, you got to go. So I've been through that before, too. But again, I think that Stitcher was great for Android phones because they didn't really have a podcast app. And now there's more podcast catchers that you can get on an Android phone. And 
Google Play was supposed to be a big deal, although I don't really see that happening. Well, it's it's not on iOS yet. That's the part that I'm like, let's go, let's go. Come on, folks. It's like, give me a break. Right now, the only way you can really consume things on Google Play Music, I think, is web-based. I don't know that it's even on Android yet. See, so that's, a, you know, they just, it was like everybody, we were as podcasters, was like, well, I'll tell you what, when Google Play hits, it's going to be amazing. And it just kind of was like a, we thought it was going to be this big giant fireworks show, and it was basically a bottle rocket. Yeah, it's, uh, so I'm still kind of waiting for that. When they, you know, finally turn on the faucet, it'll be interesting to see what kind of splash that makes. But uh, I didn't realize that all the stuff that Scripps had purchased, in April it purchased humor website Cracked. Oh, from uh, Demand Media. Never heard of that. $39 million. Again, these guys have, and Scripps comes from the, the newspaper industry. I knew that much. They also bought a vi- uh, digital video news company, Newsy, for $35 million. So there's, what, $74 million, but took a $24.6 million goodwill impairment charge. What is that? What is that? Impairment? A goodwill, because if I'm being impaired, I don't really have a lot of goodwill towards you. No, not at all. Uh, on the business in the third quarter, I think that means they lost twenty four point six million on Newsy. Yeah, it, you know it's amazing, and I guess you know rate not as much radio, but newspaper. They're trying to get to where the people are. I was just the other day, I was going through a drive through, and the guy says to me, it "Was in the morning, I get a cup of coffee, and the guy says to me, do you want a free USA Today?'" And I'm like, "Nah, no thanks. Yeah. Like, what am I going to do?" And I have to find a place to throw it away. I mean, it becomes a you know, it's a hindrance. Uh, newspapers, I mean, I can't remember the last time I actually picked up a newspaper and read it, to be quite honest with you. That's it. I know anytime I'm at a, a hotel, they always slide the free USA Today under the door. And you look at the couple headlines, you're like, oh, yeah, it's it's in color. Woohoo! And you pick okay. it up and you throw it in the trash can. That's it. <laughs> you don't even really, you don't even break the fold. I guess that's what they're trying to do is they're trying to find, they're trying to find an audience. What are you going to do yeah. now? You have all these reporters, you have all this infrastructure and the, what you put it on, they don't want anymore. So they're trying to find new streams or new ways to address the masses, to be quite honest with you. And if you don't change, you know, I, I don't know about you. I, I remember growing up, I think there were three local newspapers. We're down to one. Yeah. Uh, I know Cleveland is down to one. So being in the newspaper industry is kind of a spooky uh, place to be right now. So kudos to them for kind of being able to see, you know, where things are going and they're spending the money to have a have a stake in the space. Happy 100th episode, Elsie and Jess. Wow. This is Natalie Ekdahl of the Biz Chicks podcast. And I am thrilled to be able to just give you this special thank you for all the hard work that you've done. Thank you for creating a beautiful community where women can connect with each other about podcasting and about sound and about story and about the industry and the latest news and in a place that feels safe and comforting, actually. It's one of my favorite places to hang out on the internet. You guys have really curated and cultivated a really safe space. And I thank you for that. Also, I've loved watching the journey. I have been part of our Facebook group since it was 300 women. Now it's well over 3,000. You guys at first didn't have a podcast associated with the community. And now you have this amazing podcast that is, you know, now at 100 episodes. And I also have admired watching you ladies elevate yourselves within the podcasting community. You are leaders in the community. You are fearless leaders. 
other leaders listen to your show so that they know what you're talking about and what you're focusing on and that they can be aware of the conversation. I just adore that. And I adore the both of you. You are inspiring to me as women, as mothers, and as podcasters. And get this, I'm including you too, Elsie, as businesswomen. I know, Elsie, you don't like to think of yourself as one, but you do have a business. And so I admire all that you guys do, the heart and soul that you put into all that you do and that we get to benefit from it. So thank you from the bottom of my heart for all of your hard work. Did you pick your jaw up off the ground yet? Holy bra straps, Batman. Did she say 3,000? Over 3,000. We just got a peek behind the wall. Yeah. That's awesome. Could you imagine, like, why don't we as dudes do that? Why don't we just make ourselves a Why don't we have a he podcast? Yeah, let's have a he podcast (laughs) and we'll keep the women out. The problem is we don't want to keep the women out. That's the that's it. But we'll get into that later on in the show. Yeah, but that is the the fabulous, the lovely tones of uh, Natalie. She is uh, one of the sponsors here. If you're into mastermind groups, uh, first of all, Natalie is way cool. I got to meet her in Florida at uh, Podfest, and uh, she's just awesome and really knows what she's doing when it comes to masterminds. Because the whole thing is in the design. You have to design the mastermind right, and, and she was on couple episodes ago, if I remember right, explaining how you have to have the right people in there and you have to have the mastermind going kind of in the right direction and have everybody at the same level and the right pace that it's going on. So you're not going too fast or too slow. And she is just a master of this. And uh, now in addition to the mastermind, you get this great support for the whole group. You get encouragement. You get to participate during group calls. And of course, there's a private forum and uh, you're basically, you're selected for this mastermind for your diversity that you have in the industry. So that way you don't just have everybody doing the same thing. You can say, oh, wait, we need a graphic person. Oh, we have one of those. Oh, we need a copyright. Oh, we have one of those. You've got all this great diversity in the group and they really rely on everybody's personal, uh, their strengths. And that way, as the old saying goes, right, you're, you're just, you're one plus one equals three, basically in that point, you're all just working together. And if you're interested in coaching, they have these great coaching calls, And the one thing that's really cool about Natalie, she digs into your business and also half the trouble of a business is your, uh, what's the word I'm thinking of? Your psyche? Yeah, yourself. You have to overcome yourself and your fears and your, your, uh, you know, your shortcomings. You don't like to be outside your comfort zone. Yeah. And so she's dragged you out of there kicking and screaming. Exactly. She will in a really nice, safe kind of way. Yes. You know, it's like the parent going, come on, jump, jump into the pool. And uh, so she's got the water wings for you to make sure you're okay. And uh, and the great thing about it is she has this really deep, extensive background. And uh, she's, you know, through her education, she's basically going to help you uncover the new ideas, help you see the new directions for your business and just find out the, the box solutions, right, to all of your obstacles. So if you haven't already, definitely check out Natalie. John, what is her website where people can meet her? Sure, Dave. That's bizchicks.com slash shepodcast. That's B-I-Z-C-H-I-X dot com slash shepodcasts with an S. Go talk to Natalie. Absolutely. Hello, this is Liz Covart from Ben Franklin's World, a podcast about early American history. And I wanted to personally congratulate Jess and Elsie on episode 100. 100 episodes, guys. This is amazing. Congratulations. And thank you for all of your hard work. I really appreciate how you bring important podcast news to our attention and analyze that news for us. Plus, 
I like to tune in for the just factor. Each and every episode, you never know what Jessica is going to say, and I tune in just to find out. Congratulations, ladies. Elsie's Tool Tip. All right, so this week's tool tip, if it is a tool tip, is if you get interrupted, ladies, you have lives going on. You Every time you sit down to record, you know, somebody comes over, they need something, and you stop, and then you're like, where, where was I? And you go on. And I think maybe you should just have like a, a notepad and a piece of paper. And while it's fresh in your mind, jot down what you were talking about. Because when you come back, you think you know, and you don't. And a lot of times you might not stop the recording, so you can't go back and listen. And uh, one of the things of being the editor for the She Podcast, I get to hear that with like Jess whenever Elsie has to wipe a butt or she almost burns down the cabin. They stop, but they keep it rolling because they're both a recording and they don't want to stop and make two recordings. So it started out like this. And I don't care if transgender's on there. No. And actually, I don't, I'm not sure it should be a question because if you are transgender, most of the time you identify as one or the other. Well, I'm not saying that I'm against that. I'm just saying, like, would you, like, it's really more about the question. Like, to me now, transgender just needs to be part of the equation. That's just it. But it the does? thing is, it's about the question. Yeah, because there's a lot of people who, who are, who, 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 believe me. Yeah, wait, I'm, Elsie, Emily's calling me. You got to hold oh, on a second. Okay. Sorry, hold on. No problem. All right, so then they go away for a couple minutes or whatever, and then she comes back, and this is they jump right back in again. Okay, let me turn on the QuickTime player. We'll start this again. Dude, okay. It's okay. It's fine. I'm really, you know me. I have no feelings. I'm dead inside. Okay. <laughs> Take two. So we were talking about the press release, and then we moved on to... Did we move on yet? We're going to move on. Well, we should probably talk about a sponsor here. It would be a great, I didn't put them in there, but it'll be a great transition to do some kind of sponsor p- spot here. Well, then I think I'd like to mention Miss Natalie Ekdahl, if that's okay. Yeah. All right. So then you, that sounds like it's pretty groovy, right? It's a pretty good transition. But when you put the two of them together. It's really more about the question. Like to me now, transgender just needs to be part of the equation. That's just it. But it the does? thing is, it's about the question. Yeah, because there's a lot of people who who are, believe me. Well, then I think I'd like to mention Miss Natalie Ekdahl, if that's okay. (laughs) (laughs) So, and again, I had to go back and kind of trim the fat on there and actually take part of that question out. So it didn't sound like they were talking about Natalie Ekdahl. And and again, Natalie, just making a little bit of little fun, kind of at your expense. But uh, so, yes, if you're going to take a break or something, have a little notepad where you can jot down where you were, what maybe even just the last sentence you said and come back. And then go into something else. Or again, you can always fix it in editing. And John, I actually have a tool. You do? It's not in the notes. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw in a tangent. Sure, go ahead. Are you ready for this? Yeah. It's called the Todoist. It's an uh, app. Okay. And here's what's really cool about it. It's free, works on every device you can find. If you're a to-do kind of person, it's really awesome. And what I love about it is I think it's something like twenty dollars a year to go pro with it. You if you want to test it out. The pro version, you you sign up and then like on day two, they go, hey, would you like to use the pro version for a month free? And what's really cool is when you go into Gmail, there's a new button. You install this extension for Chrome and there's a button that says, make this email a task. And what's cool is it throws the email into Todoist, which is, again, it's an app and everything's cool. And when you go into the app and you say, hey, I need the details on this, it pulls up the Gmail that it came from. 
And a lot of the stuff you can do in like Evernote where you can forward messages to a certain email and this, the interface just makes it a little easier. And I am just loving it at this point. And I haven't even got into half the features that it does, but it's free if you want to check it out. It's called Todoist, which is a little weird, but it's so far, I, I just love the interface. Well, you know, it's something in the, on the internet, so they have to drop a vowel somewhere. <laughs> exactly. So that's my tool tip. Hello, Jess and Elsie. And congratulations on reaching 100 episodes. That is a big and important milestone, and I'm really, really excited to be able to congratulate you. It seems like only yesterday that I started, a little reluctantly, listening to She Podcasts, wondering, did I really have the time? Did I really need to listen to a podcast about podcasting beyond the feed? And thank God, I did. You have become one of the things that I look forward to at the beginning of my week and one of the more important sources of information for me as a podcaster. So for me, Heather at Craftlet, the podcast of annotated audiobooks, I would like to salute you for your hard work and your commitment to not only keep podcasting, but to keeping us podcasting well and always better. Thanks so much, you guys. I hope you're as proud of yourselves as I am of you. Have a great one. Bye. Thank you, Heather. And uh, can I just say, I would like to nominate Heather for president. Every time I hear that voice, I'm like, oh, cool. Something something cool is about to be said. So I know uh, we'll talk a little bit about favorite podcast or she podcast movements. That would be one of them is when I, I heard comment the one time about how the big podcasters are kind of coming in and squashing the little guys. And uh, so I always love to hear from Heather, but uh, we should probably do a little bit of that. It's episode 100. Let's uh, let's go back in time. Let's go back in the day. Back in when the it, day. It, back in the day when, uh, you know, Jess and Elsie were kicking this bad boy off. You got any cool clips from uh, the early days? All right. So let me ask you this question. Have you ever went back and listened to the very first podcast? You never have. No. What podcast? Ours. Give me the Hanes and I'll tell Fruit of the Loom to pound salt. <laughs> I'm fine with that. I'm fine with never mentioning Fruit of the Loom ever again. I'm a Hanes girl for, forevermore. Hello, Miss Jessica. Hello, Elsie. How's it going, lady? Good. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty fantastic. Thank you very much. <laughs> Good. So we got this thing now, like that we, you know, we podcast, you and I, you, yeah. we, we podcast. We bonded over it. We bonded over it. So I say, oh my God, that is so horrible. <laughs> so horrible. <laughs> Just introducing our show. <laughs> Should we start over? <laughs> no. Okay. We'll just keep going because right. that's, that's what chicks do. That's what chicks do. <laughs> okay. No. What? Ding, ding. So, yeah. So, here we are. So, we are now podcasting into this new show called She Podcast. She Podcast. Yes. Super so, excited. I'm super excited. And, you know, so why why are we starting this? I'm going to throw it and throw the ball on your court right okay. now. Okay. I thought it would be a good idea to start it because... For similar reason is why I started like a course teaching women to podcast because I feel like there's some barrier to entry for women who are podcasting. I mean, they're starting to do it a little bit more, but for the most part, I just feel like 
I don't want to say afraid because women are strong, but I want to say that there is a hesitation, whether it's time, the technology, the uh, the ability to put themselves into what they're going to say week after week after week. And so I wanted to start it to support women podcasters to answer their questions without making them feel like, I don't know, they're going to get some technical answer they don't understand or that, they're, you know, that their feelings aren't going to be heard. Somewhere they can express themselves and ask us questions and have us dive into topics that, you know, they feel comfortable listening to us enough to hear the answer, I guess. So that was the very, very first She Podcast. And again, I'm not passing any judgment because back then, I mean, sometimes that was some of the best audio quality you could have. I mean, the mics were different back then. They didn't have the mics that they had. The technology has grown leaps and bounds in just a couple of years. But they have come a long way. They have come a long way. They have. Now, so then I said to Jess, I said, well, what about your first podcast? Have you ever went back to listen to that? Barrett oh, Holmes wait, Angel. what? Oh, yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. My first podcast, like for Lady Mrs. Radio? Yes. Oh, no, no. Oh, dear. <laughs> oh, my. It's terrible. I'm sure it's terrible. From profit to pantyhose, technology to travel, makeup to marketing, and style to social media, this is Lady Business Radio. And now, live from her home office in Thrillmington, Delaware, your hostess. Jessica Kupferman. Hey, this is Jessica Kupferman, and I am super thrilled today to have the CEO of Casera Communications and Melissa Casera. Yay! Melissa has 10 years experience as a PR strategist, marketing, and communication virtuoso. So it's always good to go back to that. And then I thought, I thought I had Elsie's very first podcast, the uh, Elsie's yoga class. And that went something like this. Hello and welcome to Elsie's Yoga Class Live and Unplugged Podcast, episode number one. Thank you so much for giving this virtual way to practice yoga a go. I'll give you a little bit of what you can expect. Within the title of each episode, you'll be able to see how long the class is and what level the class is. In each episode, there will be a five to seven minute intro. In this intro, I'll give you a quick little rundown of the class. This is also the time that I share bits and pieces of quick news with you, whether they be personal, related to my yoga events, or even regarding deals and coupons given to me by my sponsors. Um, if you don't want to hear me rattling on and on and on, you're more than welcome to skip the intro. So just make sure you skip the first five to seven minutes, sometimes three minutes at the beginning of each episode and just head on over to the class itself. So I thought I had that when I interviewed Elsie and Jess, this happened. I took out the terrible one, which was like the first one that is no longer there. Oh, you stinker. I thought I had the very, very first one. Oh, no, oh, I, took oh. it, I took it down. Elsie, maybe you should hand it I over. replaced it. There's like a, if you go into Elsie's yoga class, you will get episode zero in Z quotes, yes. kind of, right? That was used to be episode one. That's the one that I replaced. So I replaced. So she cheated. <laughs> well, again, yeah, but I think, 
you know, if you do something and you realize that, you could go back and I, I don't think that's right. a, such a bad thing to do. But yeah. I, I got to peel back the curtain a little bit. And I said, listen, I can't have a episode without Elsie and Jess on the episode. So we got to do something. So I said, can you give me 30 minutes? I want to interview you. So I have my recorder going and I'm looking at everything and everything's fine. Halfway through the half hour, my recorder, the red light goes out and it goes to zero, zero, zero. Meanwhile, we're having this great conversation. I don't want it to stop. And I have no idea if anybody's recording, but I'm praying, praying that Elsie is recording. And she did. So that's why Jess's audio is a little kind of Skypey because I had to use that audio from her. So that's another tool tip. Always have backup or please pray to have backup. Always have backup because I would have hated to lose that interview. And uh, we'll have more from that interview later on in the show. So let me just give you a little taste of the second episode of Elsie's yoga class. It's episode two of Elsie's live yoga class, Unplugged. Nothing too crazy today. We start off fairly slow, warming the body up, continue with some standing poses to heat ourselves up and some sun salutations thrown in there, and then following it with some hip openers, some thigh stretches, getting us ready for some back bends. So we do a few little back bends at the end just to finish the class off with a nice high. And then after that, we cool the body. Not too long of a cool down, I have to say, as the class, it is just one hour. And sometimes I tend to go a little nutty, like towards the end and lose track of time. <laughs> so I hope you enjoy it. And if you have any feedback at all, please feel free to contact me. So and I, I don't even know if she has the same email. So I, I decided to cut that out of this episode or the, out of that clip. So that was the very beginning. That was back in the day. Well, here's the thing, though. The beauty of that is they pressed record. They pressed record because you cannot improve anything that you don't start. That's the beauty of it is as much as I'm sure they're like somewhere cringing right now going, I can't believe they played those clips. But it's awesome to see where you were and now where you've come. And it really wasn't that bad. I mean, yeah, it's either the audio is a little less than it is now, but that's okay. It's still completely listenable. Obviously, it was listenable. Otherwise, it wouldn't have, you know, 8 million people in their Facebook group. Yeah, I know. We have over 3,000 people in the Facebook group. You should. I was looking at Dave Jackson's. His glasses almost fell off his head. <laughs> I was like, what? I swear I'm going to put on a wig and, and go in somehow, make a fake Facebook group and her Facebook profile and go in there. All right. Time for another testimonial. Hi, this is Jessica Rhodes, host of the Podcast Producers and Rhodes to Success, and I'm calling to wish Elsie and Jessica a happy, happy 100th episode. You guys rock, and thank you for continuing to produce such an amazing show for women podcasters. Thank you, Jessica. And I have to tell you, one of the things about the testimonials, when they came in, they gave me ideas to go back and pull different clips and I'm going to play this other testimonial, which is going to kind of pull in the next segment of the show. Hi, Jess and Elsie. This is Chris Baker Dersh from No Extra Words, the Flash Fiction Podcast, and Add a Girl, your Women and Girls in Baseball Podcast. And I'm recording today with James. Can you say hi into the microphone? Hi. 
future podcaster, age two. And somewhere in the background is Jasper, the 80-pound husky dog, who you might also hear. And that's what I love about you guys. You guys are keeping it real, and you are moms and wives and women. I think one of my favorite moments ever was the overwhelm rant where Jessica talks about how women moms get stuck with everything and men have an effing choice. And I was laughing so hard. Tears were running around my face. And that's what I love. You guys are part of our Mondays, and you keep us going, and you keep us laughing, and I feel like I know you guys, and we're podcasting buddies. And keep doing what you do. Happy 100th. We'll be listening. And see, to me, when I first started listening to the She Podcast, I was upset. I was hurt. My feelings were hurt, Dave, because I felt excluded because I thought to myself, why? We're all equal. Why can't we podcast together? Why is there this men versus women thing? Why does it have to be this way? And after doing this show and going through these clips, I now know why. Do you notice anything different between men and women in podcasting? Do you buy into the whole women have it harder than men? I was right with you, buddy. I didn't get it. I was like, why is there a separate show? And I'm, I'm exa- exactly what you said. Just ditto. Now that I've heard this. So now let me educate you a little bit from the female perspective. Primarily women, most of us working from home. And, and if not working from home, that have full-time jobs and do this in the spare time. And most of the spare time is the spare time from being a mama. And you know what that's like. I mean, I just saw a post like right now, totally, completely and utterly understand. She said, Jill Benbow, she said, my daughter doesn't always have to stay home from school sick, but when she does, it's guaranteed to be on my recording day. Mm-hmm, <laughs> just had to course. post that Murphy's Law is always <laughs> with me. Uh-huh. You know, and it's yeah. true because it always, it true. It always happens. happens. Yep. And I honestly don't think this happens to dads. And I'm sorry, dads, we love you. And I don't know if I could do what I'm doing without daddy in the house. But really, most of the time, that does not happen to dads. Moms have the ability to take care of the children, usually when dads need a little bit more focus. Mm-hmm. There's a lot, a little bit more intuition, I feel, from women to provide the support for the other half to continue doing what they need to do. Women have to tell them, <laughs> them, those guys, <laughs> I need, I really need you to keep them quiet. Like, they're basic stuff. You know what I mean? Now, see, I didn't realize that because she's absolutely right. I don't have children running around. I can crack the mic open at any time and podcast, and I don't have anything to worry about. And I guess, Dave, with you, the only thing you have to worry about is the cat. That's it. Bernie. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. And do you have the clip where my favorite clip and the one that I was like, wow, this is something that I'm not going to get from any of my friends, Daniel J. Lewis or Ray Ortega, was the clip where Elsie wanted to to go to some event, but she couldn't because she had to stay home. And Jess was like, you have got to, you've got to go. You've got, and it was this whole thing of, it was almost like they weren't arguing, but it was, they definitely had two points of view. It was a therapy session. Yeah. And she felt bad. Elsie felt bad because you know, she was away from the family so long. And Jess is like, listen, if you were a guy, you would call your wife and say, hey, listen, I have an opportunity here to advance my business and I'm going to advance my business. And you know what? You're going to just have to take care of the kids a couple more days. And you're absolutely right. And guess what? That would have been a fantastic clip to have. <laughs> but I don't have it. But what I do have is this. So let's recap, because this is what happened. So it's so funny when I was looking back, I'm like, oh, my God. So Jessica, for episode 32, 33, and 34, you were not around. I was not around. You were not around. This is what I was going to tell you before we started chatting. 
I think I talked about this last time. Remember I was pulling the best of Jess episodes. I was listening to the one that I came back, like the first one that I came back. And first of all, we're so excited to talk to each other. It's disgusting. I know. We, you guys, okay, go ahead. It's revolting how excited we were just to talk to one another. Yeah. <laughs> revolting. It was revolting. But that's the episode where I did Bounce Bitch. Now you say Bounce Bitch. That's kind of interesting. What's Bounce yeah. Bitch? <laughs> I'm almost afraid to get started down this topic. Oh, okay. I'm yes. The mother of a newborn. Yes, you're right. And so you can imagine. That and not only that, but my husband and I are different in our experience because I'm not a new parent and he right, right. is totally. So like he defers to me a lot, and at first right. it was cute, <laughs> but now it's super irritating because I, and like actually the other day I kind of lost my shit and like in his defense like he he was holding the baby and he kind of slipped and, and fell down a couple of stairs and he hurt his back and like whatever but like the baby was crying I had to pee and I was like can you just hold him and bounce him so he stays asleep for a minute and I, just let me pee sure so I come out the baby is screaming and he's just standing there not bouncing right and I'm like why aren't you bouncing the baby oh my back hurts it's uncomfortable <laughs> I kind of lost my shells. Like, I was just like, what do you mean you're uncomfortable? Who gives a fuck if you're uncomfortable? I've been uncomfortable for a year. I couldn't even sit on the couch. When I tell you to bounce, you bounce, bitch. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Oh my God. I went bon- like, I went bonkers a little. Like, oh my God. It hurts. Who cares if you're in pain? My kid's crying. <laughs> like- <laughs> that was perfection. Like, I'm going to have to cut that little piece. And that's what I love about Jess. I mean, I get a chance for an hour or two to actually have a show, a comedy show that we do together. And she is the X factor. You never know what she's going to come up with. And uh, and Elsie has the best laugh in podcasting. She, Absolutely. She is the best. I mean, she comes in and I love it when Jess gets Elsie laughing so hard she can't even talk. And right. the, here's a here's a little clip about that. We did She PVIP with Natalie Ektal right around that time as well. Which, yes. And I believe that she was our first threesome, I believe. <laughs> yes. Right? So. Yes. We've only ever, I've only ever done one with her and, and with Kate. You must have had one with, you might have had one without me. Did you have one without no, me? No, I did not have one without you. <laughs> and listen to how I'm unjealous I am. I know. I'm not possessive of Elsie whatsoever. If anyone else wants to have a threesome with her, just call her up. She's totally willing. Oh, my God. No, but we – you came – somebody's going to cut that little piece. No, John, do not clamor that. <laughs> clamor not, it! No, John, do not clamor that. Clamor it. No. Okay. So, and John, by the this way – indicates our, I know more about Elsie than I actually do. I really don't know if she's up for a personal threesome. She's just podcasting once. She's just, <laughs> We've never actually had that discussion. Believe it or not. And I'm pretty close to her. Wait, have we, Elsie? I don't think we have. And I don't think she's ready now. By the silence, I'm going to guess she's not ready to talk about it now. (laughs) Yeah, we're not. We're not talking about anything like that here in this podcast. Yeah, that's the, like I said, that's the Jess factor. And uh, she's amazing. And she comes out with that stuff and you just have no idea where it's going. And and it's amazing. And uh, like I said, I think that's the, the best part. Uh, one of my favorite clips about Jess is when they were going to podcast movement and it was everybody was going to podcast movement and all the podcasts were talking about what to take. And it was such a different contrast between Daniel J. Lewis 
did a show on what to take. And, Dan, and they're talking about clothing. And Daniel's like, well, don't take that much stuff. You can always get a T-shirt from somebody, one of the vendors. And you can wear that. And Jess is like, you, you have, you've got to bring your makeup. And you have to have your color scheme and your jewelry exactly. that matches and all. So it's like two different, completely different opposite end of the spectrums right. on how to go to a, a conference. There's no guy worrying about if his shirt is going to match his jeans and, you know, what kind of makeup to wear and, you know, only bring the the hairbrush that has the most utility to it and the hairdryer. It just, yeah, that was one that I, I laughed at because I was like, this is why there's a sheep podcast because it is completely a whole different list of things on the sheep podcast list versus the, the, the he podcast list. Right. And then they were talking about gear, what gear to bring and how to do interviews at the conference. And then we got this little clip. Yeah. And then I'll be able to repeat it over and over and over. It'll be, 15, you know, it'll be what, 10, 15 minute interviews and I can string them together for a few episodes. Totally. You can have that be a segment on your show. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that's true. If I get enough of them. Yep. I totally could. Like on the fly podcasting advice. Mm hmm. Oh, you're so smart. See, that's why we're a good team. <laughs> so yeah, so but the question is how can I do that? How can I grab Katie Kremitzos in the ladies' room, you know, and ask her if she <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like oh my God. I can't do that by schlepping out my iPad out of my backpack. That's just awkward. That I think exactly. Those are great questions to ask because there are people who feel like remember when Chuck Joyner came up to us? Didn't yeah. he seem completely comfortable gear with all that gear? Yeah. Like he had, like there was a sense, like I felt okay with him putting the camera in front and putting the lavalier microphones on us. It's yeah. like he's done this so many different times. And, and he's got a gigantor bag that he carries around. He is very comfortable yes. using that. So use the stuff that you know you're going to be easily able to take out. It's yeah, like that's if, the thing is that yeah. I'm, I'm going to get nervous and then sweaty and then angry. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so angry. So angry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the sweaty and angry go together. So yeah. So swangry. Uh and swangry. I, and I guess, you know, because you know, you're always looking for an opportunity to create content. So you want to be able to have that. And uh and again, two different totally different concepts, opposite end of the spectrums on how they were both would do it. And both would absolutely work. But being a guy, we think that ours are the best the, the best way. <laughs> to be quite honest. Yeah. And if they probably are, Dave, but I don't want to say that here. No. <laughs> there is one thing that we have to – I was thinking about this today. What's the difference between guys and women? Because we have had times when they have talked about you know having to wipe a butt. Yes. A female will say, I had to go wipe a butt. If a guy had to go wipe a butt, he would come back and report on what he wiped up with extreme specifics. I don't know what that is about men. But men love to report on their – look at what I have created. Like I, I don't know that girls get together and go, man, you should have seen what I just – holy cow. And there was this – guys are super specific about that. I, I don't think you would ever hear that from a woman. You say that, but I have a uh- – <laughs> <laughs> this is insane. I, you know, this whole morning I knew I had to record with you. So I timed everything accordingly. Everybody got fed breakfast. Everybody got up. I prepped everybody. Everybody, I'm going to be recording at noon. So it's not like, you know what I mean? It's not like it was like right when we got up. Uh, although we do get up a little bit late. So it was right around 9.30, 10 o'clock that everybody had breakfast, right? And everybody got ready. I put their clothes on, of course, all everything. And then 12 minutes before I was to go, then the girls come back because they were outside playing. One of them comes in. She's like, I'm hungry. And I'm like, dude, you just ate 
Like two hours ago, what, what do you want to eat? <laughs> I have to get something to you to eat. We're going to, I have to go record a cheese okay. sandwich. Okay. So I put the toaster, you know, I'm going to give her a cheese sandwich. That's super easy to make. No worries. I'll put the, you know, start toasting the bread. And then I hear a squeal from the little one. I'm done. And I'm like, what is she doing? She went to pee upstairs in the potty that we have next to the bed, just in case, instead of going to the bathroom, which was right next to the kitchen, which is where I was downstairs. And so, of course. So then now I'm like, great. I have to wipe a butt upstairs. So I go upstairs. Rush upstairs, rush downstairs. Rush upstairs. And then, but well, here's the key though. So I rush upstairs and I pick, cause I, I help her get up, right? I help her get up and wipe the butt. But as I'm helping her get up, the potty got stuck on her butt. So then the entire thing got suction cup to her ass. So then all of a sudden, of course, as I'm trying to pull it off, guess what happens? The pee spills everywhere. So I now have to, you know, go downstairs and clean. And I'm just going, this is just, this is like, what, what, what (laughs) is going on here? (laughs) Actually, I have a similar, yeah. So, but you were by yourself with all that work? No, he was downstairs eating breakfast. Oh, how convenient. Because that's a choice. That's a choice. No, my... we don't have a choice. Right. And then he finished. You're the... wiping asses and running up two flights of stairs and he's having toast like, like King Edward. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, King Edward. Did your toast no. interrupted? No, but. I don't know, Dave. I think that I think we're kind of even on that one because I don't think I would have described it. <laughs> yeah. Again, completely different. It's just something that I don't, I don't have to worry about wiping butts. And I think most, you know, men that do podcasts don't have to worry about wiping butts. No, so. just our own. And sometimes we don't That's even it. do that that well. <laughs> hey, Elsie and Jessica, this is Casey from the Joyful Courage Parenting Podcast. Happy 100th episode. I want you ladies to know that you are such an inspiration to me. Not only do I love your podcast, but the community that you have put together and hold space for online is, it just feels like home to me and it's so supportive. And I know that any question that I have, any thoughts or feedback that I need, I can go there and I'm not judged and I'm held in really sacred celebration And the feedback's amazing. Oh my gosh. The collective wisdom of the two of you and the group you've put together have been so pivotal in my podcasting experience. So thank you. And I love you. And I think that you are such a dynamic duo. Much love to you. And here's to another hundred episodes. So now that she talked about men have a choice, we really do have to roll into that clip. And this is men have a choice. Like, he has a choice if he wants to bounce the baby. He has a choice. He leaves for work every day. His life, I just told him, no matter what you're doing, your life is a life of leisure. (laughs) My life is a have to do. Your life is a want to do. You want to get in the car and go to work and have lunch with adults and play on Facebook? That's all a choice. Oh, my God. I don't have any choices. You want to shower in the morning? (laughs) That's a choice, brother. I don't have that choice. If he smiles and he's happy, I shower. If he's miserable, I don't. That's that's not my choice. It's his choice. Everyone else makes choices but me. And that's exactly what you're talking about with the podcasting. Like, it's so true. Oh, Daddy my God. have a choice. Mommies don't have a choice. No. And I'm so glad you're you really back. You opened up the Pandora's box. You yes, I did. Sorry. I totally did. It's no, just I'm just fresh. I'll tell you, Jess rants get raves. 
I mean, she is the best rainer in podcasting. <laughs> she is amazing. Maybe just a little tired from the newborn, you think, there? Well, you know, in the middle of her She Podcast, she created a life. I mean, that's right. amazing. I mean, yeah. they, they, she actually created a life. And, you know, then she has that, that whole thing going on. And she took three weeks off, and she's back podcasting again. So that's amazing. That was one of my favorite clips from uh, She Podcast is when she was holding the baby. Mm-hmm. And she's trying to keep a baby quiet. And for the most part, it was. But at one point, you heard it kind of do the little baby gurgling kind of. Yes. Yeah. And I love that because it was so real. It was like, oh, and I felt like I could just see her sitting there with a baby on her lap. And I was like, that is so cool. You never hear a guy do that. Well, maybe Joe Pardo. But besides Joe Pardo, I may, you know, he's about the only one. Yeah. Just for an example, it says the presenters, speakers are still being added. One of the presenters is the mix engineer and music editor for Serial. Come on. None of us have a mix engineer slash music editor. Right. That's not a podcasting title. <laughs> That's the title of a television show or a radio show or a broadcast or a network. Like, that's not. Just stop it. <laughs> just stop it. Co-host, yes. Host, yes. Features producer, eh, no. No. We get host, yes. Co-host, yes. Senior producer, okay, maybe. Mix engineer, music editor, Hardy har 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 Come on. Kate Belinsky, I know you don't listen to this show because you're busy mixing music and engineering. But if you do, please just understand that, like, podcasters don't have, like, a whole staff and shit. And so it's nothing against you or anybody listening who's in the pro casting workspace it's just that you can't call it a women's podcast festival and then only invite people who work for corporations exactly. and exactly remember how annoyed i was exactly. because i looked at the application elsie it says name website company you work for yeah baby. that is not a podcast festival company i work for my fat ass how about that company <laughs> justicefatass.com that's what i work for like come on well i have to put who i work for so now you got to go scoop that one up justicefatass.com <laughs> <laughs> i think my favorite part of that was when she goes come on <laughs> who has an engineer a sound engineer on a podcast just, just a little fired up yes and tell us how you feel really <laughs> And that is the best part of She Podcast because it is informative and it is entertaining. Dave, That's what it. do you say you need to do to have a good, you know, have a successful podcast? You got to make people either laugh, cry, think, groan, educate, or entertain. One of those six, you got to do something. And that's why I tune in. I get educated and I definitely get entertained. And then uh, at times, you know, I get insights into, again, the whole female psyche that I had no clue on. So I'm getting all sorts of different education. Me too. And uh, I edit the podcast as a labor of love. I love working with these two. They are fantastic. Again, I've said this before, you know, there'll be things that will happen and I'll say, let me put a drop in here. I want to do this. And I'll, you know, I'll go to them and I'll say, I'd like to do this. And not once do they say no. They just say, yeah, John, go do what you want to go do. And this is a perfect example. Episode 100. They have made this milestone. And I hope that they will make another 100 episodes. Absolutely. What I want to do is uh, kind of wrap this up, but I had a chance to pull them in 
both of them together and do a little interview. And I'd like to kind of lead out with that interview. So uh, we're going to sign off here and we're going to leave you with the interview that I did with Elsie and Jess on their 100th episode. And Dave Jackson, thank you so much for hanging in here with me. This has been an honor and a privilege and a ton of fun. Mr. Buchanan, thank you for, and thank you to, I guess let's, can we call them Jelsey? Is that how you would merge I think it together? is Jelsey. <laughs> yes, Jelsey. Thank you to Jelsey <laughs> for letting us hijack your podcast. Who does that? Who Nobody. does that? Dude, Nobody, who does dude, that? Nobody does that. <laughs> Excellent. All right. Well, for signing off, then of course we have to say, love you. Mean it. Hi, Elsinjes. This is Lena Gopar from The Shipping Podcast. I attended your podcasting school for women last summer, and that gave me the confidence to become a podcaster myself. Since then, I've listened to every episode of The Sheep Podcasts. Happy 100, ladies. All right. First of all, before we even start this interview, or it might even be an interview, thank you so much for allowing and thinking of me and allowing me and Dave Jackson to do this 100th episode. It is an honor. And I do mean an honor because my brain, since I received the email, <laughs> my brain has been swirling with, like, I'm in ADD heaven. I'm like, oh, we should do this. Oh, we should do that. Oh, my God, we got to do this. So then I thought to myself, well, how can we have a 100th episode without having you on the episode? <laughs> Everybody would be like, what? That, that's horrible. So I wanted to ask you a couple of questions, if you did not mind. Of course not. Of course. Okay. So, of, of course, I have to go, hello, Jessica. What's <laughs> up, John? <laughs> Are you taking my spot there, John? Yes, I am. Cool. Congratulations on your 100th episode. Thank you. So, was it more of about time? This is taking forever or holy cow, 100 episodes already? I yeah. Know, right. It was like the second one for oh, me okay. because we were looking and I was like, oh, my God. Holy Toledo, Batman! Yes. 100 like, episodes. Yep. I kind of came into the She Podcast spectrum somewhere around episode 50, I think it was. So, and I've never heard this story. How did you two first meet? Oh, my. It was online. We did B-School together. What's B-School? Marie Forleo's B-School. It used to be called Rich, Happy, and Hot B-School, Business School. Okay. And basically, it's a course. It was $2,000, which I could not afford. It was a $2,000 course that would teach you how to have a business online. And I remember I took the course in 2011. I believe for her it was 2010. Yep. And we were not friends right away. Not that we were enemies, but there was about like 400 women in the course of the time. By the way, now there's like 16,000. There's 400 women in the course of the time. And our paths just didn't cross for whatever reason. I was a graphic and web designer at the time. Elsie does not give a shit about that stuff. So she was just kind of <laughs> like, like her business did not require graphic and web design because she was very focused, I'm sure, on like, as usual, content and community. So, so she didn't really need my services. And then I saw her honestly for a long time i didn't know what she did i knew yeah, it was something yoga ish right i didn't really participate it just goes yeah. along with she was like the, all you did 
You actually did participate in conversation, but not to ask questions about your business, not to promote yourself. I mean, you were there. No, I mean, I distinctly remember your face and you being there. And, and because it was Red Hat Elsie. Oh, that's, that's right. It was Red Hat. You had Red Hat profile picture. I have a very photographic memory. So I can tell you what everyone's profile picture was five years ago. And so, yeah, she would pop in in conversation, but she didn't seem to need me. I didn't seem to need her. And that's where the relationships were being formed as if somebody would hire you or you were hired them. Elsie was have a problem paying bills. Yes. I had, at the I had time, cash, yeah, cash flow problem that was pretty a, huge yes, at that time. She had a cash flow problem. And at that particular moment, I think I had just had a flux of cash from a different client. I happened to have a full bank account, which is rare. At least then it was. And she had an empty one. Full. She goes, I have an empty bank account. Here's what I offer. Anyone need it? She listed a bunch of stuff. And I was like, yeah, here's 500 bucks. Help me with my podcast. Please. <laughs> exactly. Please help me with my podcast. And she was the best consultant. She was the best podcast consultant I ever had. I mean, to this, I mean, of course, to this day. But like, I implemented everything she did. It grew like crazy. And then we didn't really talk again for another year. Yeah. In a year, it was New Media Expo. It was January or February of 2014. And it was snowing and I was trying to get to Las Vegas and three of my flights had already been canceled. And then I see Yo Geek on Twitter saying at PHL airport about to come to Vegas. And I was like, fuck you. What? (laughs) I was like, what flight is that? I was literally in my pajamas because my earlier flight had been canceled. My bag was packed, but I was in my pajamas and Elsie says it's flight blah, 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 whatever number it was. I literally was like half naked booking the flight, trying to put my pajamas on, ran out the door as fast as I could, met her at the airport, and uh, she refused to ask to switch seats with the person so we could sit together. <laughs> you are in your pajamas. It's like it this crazy a- lady in her pajamas. No, no, no. By no- then I had gotten dressed. Uh, yes, but it was so amazing because she li- she truly, it was really like I put the tweet out. Jess was, was like, social media. what was it? What's the flight number? I told her. And she was there within the hour. It was yeah, out well, of control. Like Twenty minutes from the airport. That's yeah, we were like sitting together, and it, we we started chatting right right away and having food yeah. because it was time to eat. And then we, yeah, we did go in the, on the flight. And of course, because I'm such, I'm such, such a, a fucking girl scout. I'm such a girl scout. I was like, she was like, Hey, let's ask somebody to move. And I was like, oh, no, this is the seat that I have been told that I need to sit at. Right. Okay. And she was like, Oh my God, you are such a freak. So let me fast forward a little bit. Whose idea was it like, Oh my God, we got to do a podcast together. Elsie. It was all Elsie. I had no idea she even wanted. So I came home from New Media Expo. And let me just say that having never met Elsie in person and only worked with her once, like we were immediately like sisters. And I think, to be honest with you, that part of that is the beauty of that little group that we had in B-School. I don't know if B-Schoolers still have the same type of camaraderie, but anybody who was a B-Schooler, is those 400 women are like my sisters. I trust them with my life. I have no idea why or what bonds us together that way. I was immediately like her sister. We got there immediately. She's like, I have to go to Whole Foods and I need a breast pump. And I was like, I don't care. I love you. <laughs> That's the weirdest thing I ever heard. I still love you to death. <laughs> but anyway, so while I was there, I found myself. This is the first time I've been anywhere and had a podcast. And I found myself asking questions about my particular situation. And men were not giving me the answers I wanted. And then my, the women friends were. Elsie was helping me. Maggie Patterson, Emily Chase Smith, Sandy Sidhu. Uh, there was a bunch of women there. And so... I decided when I came back, I didn't even tell Elsie. I didn't ask her. We didn't collaborate. Nothing. I just started a Facebook group and I called it Women Who Podcast. And I added Elsie and these four other women because I just thought they were so helpful. I just wanted to keep in touch with them along the journey. 
Well, before I knew it, like literally an hour later, <laughs> Elsie had added like a hundred women, like a hundred, a hundred. And I was like, how did this group grow to a hundred so fast? And we just were chatting in there. There was no leadership whatsoever. It was literally us just like asking questions to one another about two months later, maybe a month. She goes, hey, I'm so glad you made this group. Basically, it was kind of like, hey, nice idea. I thought of it three years ago and just haven't had a chance to do it. (laughs) Basically what Elsie said. And she was like, and I've always wanted to have a group like this. And I wanted to have a podcast. Would you like to do it with me? And I was like, "Uh uh-oh, sure. I mean, but I didn't say "Uh uh-oh, but I was thinking, oh, she feels like I trampled on her toes a little bit. Oh, no, I like her and I don't want to make her mad. So I I was like, yeah, what do you want the show to be called? She said she podcasts. And I was like, but I was like, (laughs) (laughs) but it's her idea. So I'm going to let her do whatever she wants. Let's do it. I was just like, sure. And I said, why don't we rename the Facebook group too? And you take control of it. It's fine with me. Go. (laughs) Well, well, she was so excited. I didn't want to, you know, I was very excited. And I have to say, though, that the introduction to the podcast, though, was not necessarily like I had had the idea for She Podcast. So that was its own idea that I, that I had about a podcast for women who podcast, basically. But in the group, though, in the conversations, what started to happen was people started to ask for a podcast. Oh, is there a podcast for women who podcast? Like, it was like, why don't we, as like, you know, the women who were there, why don't we start a woman who podcast podcast, right? And it was like one of those things where it was like, oh my God, they're going to do it. They're going to do it. Jessica. We have right. to do this thing. It was more like feed everybody up to the pot. I didn't know any of that. I just, she was excited and she already had the idea and a name that she liked. And I was just like, sure, let's <laughs> name it that. Okay. Yeah. Now, being a man, I cannot be part of the She Podcast Facebook group. And Correct. As a guy, we all think you're in there in PJs having a pillow fight. <laughs> we are. And that's not true. Oh, it is? Yeah, it's totally true. Oh, totally true. true. We're not even wearing pajama bottoms. Oh, stop. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. We're just wearing we're just wearing long sleeve striped collared pajama silk pajama tops. Oh and my panties. god! Half the men that are driving just hit a telephone pole. Uh, oh, shut up! Drop their phone. That's ridiculous. Too bad we're like. Right. I just, the other question is: Do you accept transcasters? Yeah. There you go. So all I have to do is wear a wig and a dress, and I can get into the group. But I have to be wearing the wig and the dress while I'm in the group. At yeah. all. I don't know about transvestites. Just transgenders. No transcasters. Any guy that listens to the She Podcast, we are all transcasters now. That's what we are. Get right? out. Sure we are. That's oh, what? my God. Because we are men listening to a female podcast about a females talking about podcasting for females. So we're Why does that make you a transcaster? <laughs> it just does. Just roll with it. Okay. Right, I'm it's, the best it. could, it's like She Podcast. It was the best I could come up with. Okay. Oh, my God. All right. All right. So now I know you're still having fun because I edit the show. And I listened. So you were still having fun after 100 episodes. Yeah. I mean, life's throwing you kind of crazy stuff. You're starting a business, Jess. Elsie, you've got a million things going on. How do you keep this fun? I think it's just Jess. <laughs> I have to agree with is it. Me? This is, Jess is a party. Jess yeah. is a party. No, but so, so here's the thing. It's like, okay, there's the, the component, the, a very big spice, which is Jess. And then there's my obsession and constant excitement with podcasting because I I honestly can't stop myself. I do it all day long. I'm like, oh my God, did you see this new podcast? Like to myself, most of the time, oh my God, look at what these people are doing. Like it's this constant excitement. And then so when I'm, I'm so excited about something that most people are like, what in the world is that? And why would you want to talk forever about it? So 
with Jessica on the other side of things, it kind of makes it fun because then I could just be my giggly self about podcasting and be so excited and she could just go along with it because she's so good at that stuff. And she just brings this extra layer of conversation around this sort of dry topic, if you will, because I think that it would be, you know, I'd be like, and now there's so many downloads and NPR is, you know, going to be making so much more money and the microphone that you need to use. It just seems like it's so dry. But when I talk about it with Jess, it just makes it so much more fun and exciting. I have to say, Elsa, you have the best laugh in podcasting. Oh, she does have a great best laugh. Laugher in podcast because you know when to laugh and you know when to stop, and you just you, your laugh fits in perfectly. I don't oh. like when she stops. I like when she laughs. <laughs> that is true. I don't <laughs> like when she stops laughing. I have to say that you two seem like perfect puzzle pieces. You are the yin and the yang of yeah. podcasting, and that's what I do love about the show. It works out pretty good. Who knew it would be Elsie Escobar of all I, people? Dude, I know. Who knew it was Jessica Kufferman? It's like, it's so <laughs> funny. If we would have like, you know, gone back into B-School, it'd be like, what? I would never. I know. Right? There's a hundred other women I would have guessed at first just because I just, I guess, didn't run across you, I guess. Right. We were just, yeah. But it's fun. It's fun. Yeah. Okay. So I have one question. Jess, what is the hardest part of podcasting for you? Is it the tech? I mean, what is the part when you're starting a podcast or working on a podcast where you go, oh, okay, I got to do this? Honestly, the hardest part of it for me is never feeling like I'm doing enough to promote it. And that's whether I'm doing nothing to promote it or whether I've put everything forth to promote it. It never feels like enough. It always feels like I could be doing more to get bigger audience. To It always feels like I should be doing more. And as a result, each podcast I do is on some level a constant, like it does introduce a constant feeling of, not enough, not enough, not enough, not enough, not enough. And that's hurt. It hurts. But like at the same time, like what makes it okay is that when it does grow, like for our show, John, like, of course I'm not doing enough because I can, I can barely find the time to do it at all. What makes it okay is that it's still growing on its own, that you're still getting traction, that our Twitter is, you know, like there's some immediate gratification that comes along with podcasting that makes that not enough feeling go down a little bit. And for she podcasts, that immediate gratification started flowing to me so that the not enough kind of went away. Like they're happy. They like it. They're okay. They're grateful. It went from they like it to they're grateful every day for having that space, for having the group and for having the show. And because every time we put on an episode, someone somewhere says, thank God for this episode. It makes the not enough in my head kind of go away a little bit. So it's the hardest, but maybe also the nicest part, too. Okay, Elsie, I have that same question for you because you're more of the tech part of the She Podcast. What is the hardest part of the podcast for you? The show notes. Everybody <laughs> hates show notes. You know, and I have to say that that's not as much for She Podcast because I'm entertained by our podcast. <laughs> Because I do listen, you know, I listen to my podcast, I listen to what I put out there and whatnot. And that's a chance. I think it's it's the most, it's the hardest part. And I think part of the promotion too, because I could very easily write more promotion for it and create more marketing things I do for the feed, you know, but that also is, is a little bit more of a challenge for me. Because in the feed, I'm a little bit more removed, even though it is my show and I really care about it and I like the way that it fits together and whatnot, there is like a third entity, which is Libsyn. And so kind of Libsyn is sort of like the boss of the podcast. 
And so when I write the social media stuff, it's it's a little bit easier because it doesn't have my personality embedded into it or or anybody else's. It's really a separate entity. It's a little bit easier. Whereas with She Podcast, there's just an, an, an myself. And I think that we have a very unique voice in social media, which is a little bit more of a challenge. It takes more energy to do, I feel, social media for She Podcast than it does for the feed. I kind of agree with that because this she podcast is you. And I can say that as the editor, because sometimes I'll be listening and I'll think to myself, oh, you know what we need here? Maybe if I did this. And of course, it's not my show. So I always say, you know, I go in and I type in and say, hey, can I do this? And not once have you guys said, no, don't do that. Or no, I don't like that. Or anything like that. You are very open to either making the show better or having something uh, put in in the post to kind of enhance the show. And and I love that about you. And then the other thing that I find is amazing is Jess does not listen to the podcast that she is on. <laughs> mm-hmm. Nope, never. <laughs> I will probably listen to this episode because I think I'm not the one that's going to be speaking on it for the most part. You're going to keep me honest, I see. Yeah, yeah. no. I'm just curious what everyone else says. Okay. So now- <laughs> not what I say because I was there. See, here's the thing. that's like people always listen to their shows back and you're constantly like – you, John listens to our show after we tape it, Elsie, and he'll come back to me later and be like, that was a good episode. We're funny. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. I know. I was there. Well, I know. I think that there's I, a, heard it. I know, but there's a difference. Like, you know, maybe, I don't know, John, do you think it's just because we are podcast listeners? Like, we that's what, like, I, I put, and I don't think Jess is. I think Jess listens to podcasts. Not to say that this is a bad thing, Jess. So this is not, like, a judgment thing. This is really more about, like, you know, there's people who really like to watch movies and, and or TV or, you know, listen to a specific type of music and you just like get in that zone. And for me, listening to podcasts is kind of like it's just par for the course. Like that's what I do. So it but doesn't I do listen to podcasts. It's just that when I was a heavy podcast listener, I was not working from home. I was in my car a lot. Right. I was, so there's I, like an I had, extra. A, I had an hour, two hour commute. I was a podcast queen. I, that's probably why I do. I mean, that's why I like to talk about it. Cause like I'm there with you as far as enthusiasm, but if I'm not leaving the house or even this chair for four hours, like I can't, I also have, because of my ADHD, I can't listen to people talking while I'm writing or talking. So it's like, it just, it doesn't work out. Like you have, you have an earbud in your ear. You told me at all times you're bathing the kids. You're going for walks. You're constantly listening. Like I can't even function in the grocery store. If there's a song I know playing, I don't just listen. And sometimes I have, I do have earbuds in my ears almost 24 seven, but sometimes there's nothing playing. I also don't like the feeling of stuff in my ears. Yeah. So it has to be somewhere where I can't shove it in my ear because I don't like how that feels. Dude, anyway, I'm, so I'm, com- I'm a complicated woman. That's okay. I think for me, though, there's two different ways I listen. One, I listen to other people's podcasts for entertainment. I listen to the podcasts that I do to critique what's going on because even though I am there while it's going on, I'm looking at show notes, I'm moving things around, I'm looking at sound levels and all that. So when I get a chance to listen, go back and listen to it as if, and I edit it, by the time I go back and listen, I'm like, okay, all that's done. (sighs) Let me listen to it as a listener and see if there's anything that I need to change, improve. Can I stop saying listen when I start a sentence? Things like that. I think that's why I listen to my podcasts more than listening to any other. Yes, I was there, but this way I can kind of take a back seat and, and listen to it relaxed. That's why I do it. I want more of that. 
Want more of what? Being able to relax? Well, I want more of <laughs> in general. In general, yeah. No, I want to be able to do like I if I had like an extra bonus time frame to work on my podcasts, like an extra above and beyond what I do for, you know, like, let's say for the feed, if I'm producing that show, usually I'm under deadline, right? Because we record on Friday, it's usually out on Saturday, and there is a crap ton to be done for that show. And usually... I spent all, I, I, it's like as soon as we're finished recording with that, I start editing, I start taking out, you know, just doing a lot of taking out of stuff. I have to get all the extra audio. Like there's all of these little bits and pieces that need to be done. So by the time that I'm finished with the feed, I usually, the only thing that I listen to for that are transition times. Like I'll listen to transitions between different pieces of audio so that the levels are right. Or that I didn't, because sometimes in GarageBand, like I'll put my hand down and then for some reason I'll turn the level down on a track and it's by accident. So I have to make sure that all of those things are, or there's not enough gap, like the, you know, the, the sound between one piece of audio and the other piece of audio, the silence in between. It's not too big, like it has to really align. So those are the things I listen to. And then when it's done, it's done. I wish I could listen to the whole thing, but that thing is like 90 minutes long and I'm like, I can't do it. <laughs> I don't have time for that, but I, you know, but I want to, like, if I, if I had an extra 90 minutes, I totally would do it. So any plans for the next 100 she podcasts, the next 100? Yes. Oh my, what are we doing? When will we do this in two, four years, two years more, two, two more years. It would put, kind of be like our fourth anniversary. Oh my God. Oh my God. What are we going to be doing? We are so going to be famous, Jess. I, I mean, seriously. I mean, there's so much to say. Like, what if I said, like, uh, yes, we'll be signed with CBS Radio, <laughs> and or I could say, yes, we'll be um, in charge of iTunes, <laughs> or <laughs> or I could say, yes, we'll be podcasting millionaires. I don't know. In two years, things have changed just so much in the last I two know. years. It's like so almost much. every month right now with podcasting. It's like so huge. So I, I would say that there's going to be that she podcasts will be more known. You know, that there'll be a little like there'll be a, a heft, a guru strength to the she podcast brand. And I hate the word guru, but yeah. I agree. No, but guru, do you know what guru stands for? Because a lot of people don't know guru? that. No. Guru. Okay, no, so afraid. guru comes from the Sanskrit word for heavy. And so what guru means, it That's literally means the heavy one. So it means that it well, is... Well, then that fits. No, no. <laughs> no, but it's like, you know, it is a dense, really strong energy that really roots you down and provides a sense of ease for those around you, right? It, it gives that sense of weightiness to the teachings. That's what guru is. That's why it's not a person. Guru is an energy that comes from you. So I think that she podcast will have that weightiness to when you know, oh, she podcast and you'll know, ah, that's the, ah. you know, that's the grounding place. That's the, yeah, the woman in podcasting. Huh. Hey. Huh. See that? <laughs> well, my divas, first of all, thank you for doing what you do and thank you for allowing me to be your executive producer in charge of Diva Enhancement. Yeah. I love that. Love that. And uh, can Aww. I just drag one final impromptu message out of you for the She Podcast audience on this 100th episode? For me, I would just say thank you so much That's for listening. That's what I was going to say. 
I know. I got to it first. <gasps> go ahead. You go first. No, it's really thank. It, it really is thank you. It really is that feeling of thank you because honestly, without the community this wouldn't be, we wouldn't be where we are without the energy that the other women have and, and their support for what we do and helping us see that we're needed, not just and I, but we women and she podcasts and our voices are necessary. It kind of helps us keep going. And thank you for our friendship, for your friendship. Yay. And thank you for um, your financial support when we've needed it. Thank you for coming and hugging us in person when you could. Thank you for listening and giving us your feedback when asked. Thank you for being so active in the group. Thank you for helping each other when we can't be there. Thank you for, thank you for being a friend. <laughs> Travel down the road and back again. again. <laughs> That's how I feel. I agree with you. It's All right, ladies. Thank you so much for coming on. And again, congratulations on 100 episodes. Yay. Thank, thank you, you, Johnny. <laughs>